Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. Jenkins and Jones is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. So many reasons why I bet on FanDuel Sportsbook. They've got great odds and markets for the MLB, NBA, NHL, PGA Tour, and so much more. They've got awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook, and it's easy to use, safe and secure, and you get your winnings fast. It's also fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same-game parlay, and you can discover the most popular same-game parlays each day right when you log in. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code J&J so they know we sent you. That's J-A-N-D-J. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over and present in select states only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342. Welcome back to Jenkins and Jones. Am out of pocket. We've got the whole gang here. Uh, we've got Shoot. Tyler, aka Dragonfly Jones. We got John, aka Lejethro Jenkins. We got Big Joe, Josiah Johnson. We got Zach, and we have myself. And we're very excited to talk about two very different basketball games tonight. Uh, let's start by making fun of the Warriors for ten minutes, gentlemen. Uh, uh, <laughs> gladly. Uh, y'all think the boys gonna win a chip? Mike does. I'm putting, I'm putting Mike on front street like a motherfucker because I've been going back and forth through the, in the group chat for weeks. Like, they ain't getting past Phoenix, bro. But Mike does, thinks they are. So, the floor is yours. 40-point loss to a jawless Memphis team. The fuck type of shit. They made it respectable and when it got it from 60 to 39 or something. Good for them. <laughs> Proud of you, Steph Curry. I will, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I will acknowledge that the margin is fucking hilarious, obviously. And I'm, I'm rooting for the Bucks. I'm not rooting for the Warriors. But... Um, I grew up with the Shaq and Kobe Lakers, bro. It doesn't fucking matter how much you lose a playoff game by. They're, they're, they're going to come back. Do you think they're going to lose game six? Did the Shaq and Kobe Lakers lose by 40 in any game? No, ever? but they would pack it the fuck in when they weren't going to win. <laughs> but they would pack it the fuck in when they were not going to win a game, bro. You know what I mean? So 50-point deficit at one point. It's the playoffs, man. Half a so hundred points. It's the playoffs. playoffs. It's it's a it's a <laughs> five times ten. It's zero and one. You think? Do you think they're gonna lose game six? I don't know. Look. Shit, after what I saw today. <laughs> <laughs> shit, they <laughs> might <laughs> run this motherfucker. The they money line is moving on that. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> is this a Warrior slander session or is this a Mike Brown slander session? Because I don't know. Kings fans, look, just this is what you have to get used to. He was just getting prepped for his next two and a half years. <laughs> This is like you went to the dealership, you saved up all your money and bought a new car, and the salesman came to bring it around. 
and he brought it around and the fucking wheels are hanging off the side of it the fucking windows are all kicked out and then he just tosses you the keys (laughs) don't worry about that that's just the transmission (laughs) it'll be fine no that is Mike Brown preparing for the weak ass kings dog he said he got it in the simulator he got right, right. He's preparing himself, getting used <laughs> mentally. I respect it. I respect the approach. Good for you, Mike. <laughs> Shit. I, yeah, I don't know. If you're the Suns and you're watching this, you can't be that bothered. You just got to get out of your series, deal with Luca, get out of that series, and you're beating whichever one of these teams shows up, right? Mm. That Suns team can lose to people too, bro. That Suns team can Not lose to people. <laughs> Huh? Hey, I don't it know doesn't the, matter. I, don't it, I mean, Luke... listen, it, it, it's funny, but it doesn't matter ultimately. Like teams lose blowout. The, that the, you know what? You know who lost blowout games? The Celtics yeah. championship, the one championship we were alive for. They lost to the Hawks, and like I think it was the first round. They went to seven games, and they got blown the fuck out on the road. I think all three road games. I was at one of them. They lost by like thirty. You know what I mean? Mm, it doesn't I matter. Just, like it's just we about don't, we don't acknowledge that championship. I just want to be on the record as saying, if, if I don't know what the number is for Luca, he's going to score 90. The look on his face after Devin Booker did those Devin Booker things. And listen, Suns fans, I get it. You're pumped up. You're getting videos. Stop snitching. Getting the video of him on the ground, doing all these Luca things, taking the ball from him. Luca's going to watch those on a loop, and he's going to score 90 on you. Okay. Exactly. And when it happens, Suns and four guy. Exactly. Luca's getting cooked. Luca's back to Slovenia ASAP. Mm. First thing smoking. Would you want to? Make, would you like to make a bet? I'll bet oh, you Luca scores more than thirty-five. Thirty-five point. I bet you Luca takes the L. He could score one hundred and thirty-five, and they still can, take that. Oh no! I'll bet you they win. He scores thirty-five. Or can more. we pause for a second and acknowledge how high Tyler is? <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker is so weird. No better feeling than being high and having someone call it to attention. I love it. He is swaying. I wish I was there. I'm gonna get there after the show for sure. You can mm. count on it. I see you there. <laughs> we'll meet much, up on the moon, my boy. How much do you guys think the whoop the whoop that trick comments from Steph? You know, factored into the severity of the ass whooping, and uh, who, wh- which, which asseth was beateth? It was not the trick. <laughs> the and, trick and, was and, doing that beat. The trick whooped. The trick whooped that ass. Yeah, as, as Shaq so eloquently put it, well, the trick is fighting back. <laughs> On national television, the trick is fighting back. The oh, fact that wow. that is their song is that not wild to anybody? I love it. It makes all the sense in the world in Memphis, but it's, it's still crazy. This Whoop is ridiculous. About whooping <laughs> a hoe? I mean, this is the most... Uh, but this is... This, just go to the show. If it has a good beat, you can rap out anything and people will rock with it. You just make it slap. You feel me? Like It's like when N-Words in Paris was the, the NBA theme song. I just kept thinking to myself, like, they all know the lyrics, right? Like, this got past... <laughs> like, this got past Adam Silver? Like, this... Like, David Stern heard this and was rocking with this? Like The best... On. The best is the meme going around where Drake's like, see what happens next, where that was the line that they'd always play, and it'd be like, someone tears their ACL, and then it's like, the Drake song plays, see what happens next, and it's like, someone just tore their ACL, do we need to run this song? We know what's gonna happen next, they're getting carried off of the court. Like, please, stop this. All right, uh, I want a show of hands. Who thinks that the Warriors are winning game six? Easy. Mm-hmm. Grizzlies should have ah, yeah. yeah. seven games. Series. All right, okay, all right. I don't want it, though. <laughs> I want the carnage. They, they should be seven. The Grizzlies had their shot that last game. The Warriors were so bad. and Yeah. Uh, but that's why I don't think it's like they're, they, they're getting through the series and, I, you know, I don't know. Um, all right, let's talk about Bucks celtics which was actually a competitive basketball game, a great basketball game. Had Tyler's – what did you – Tyler, what did you say was sweating? I had your nose and the back of your neck sweating. Oh, sweating. My, my nose was sweating. The back of my neck was hot as fuck. That's when you know you're watching a good-ass game. You, <laughs> like, like, your palms be sweaty as fuck when you see someone go to the free throw line and you're like, how did they do this? I'm stressing the fuck <laughs> yeah. out on my couch. And these motherfuckers have played 40 minutes of basketball. When Giannis went to the line, I was thinking, like, bro, I would throw up all over that basketball. I have no, <laughs> I got rattled once in a fucking boys and girls club game. 
no way am I shooting those free throws. I mean, he did kind of throw up on that second shot, though. That <laughs> yeah, but hey, Portis bailed He bricked it so hard that they couldn't rebound that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It was a, it was a draw play. When your nose sweat, <laughs> them little droplets, <laughs> that shit just sit there and force you to look at it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Joe, I just want to highlight a little bit of Pac-12 high IQ basketball going on by Drew Holiday there at the end. You know, you Drew, got anything to say? UCLA guy there, living legend, Holiday all family. the fucking plays down the stretch there. You can't. I mean, you can't put your faith in a man with green hair. I think that was kind of the conclusion <laughs> that the internet. Put. Like when I saw the dude, and it was like, bro, you're just setting yourself up to get slammed. A lot of us do this as a profession, and it's just not going to be pretty if you get got like that. But Drew got him not once, but twice. Just cookies. We used to call that a mook back in the day. Shout yeah. out to legend Mookie Blaylock. Uh, but just just embarrassing. Uh, so I don't know if you're the Celtics. This is now two games that you've tricked in embarrassing fashion. They probably have the series wrapped up. Series if they were disciplined right now. If they were disciplined, yeah, 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 it should be done. If they were disciplined, I think the they're last disciplined offensively. You mean if offensively, they were dip, offensively? Yeah, I mean their defense. You know, you know, tenacious defense. They have some of the busiest hands in the league. I mean, <laughs> 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 all that shit. But no facts, though. You know what I mean? Defensively, they're incredible. You know, they're long <laughs> defense. But anyway. But like on offense, they're just not, they just not disciplined. You know what I mean? I think we talked about it in the, in the group chat. I think they were one for six, one for seven uh, on, on possessions that Jason Tatum didn't touch. There was four possessions. He didn't touch the ball at all. That's your best player. You feel me? Like, it's just like, it doesn't make any sense, you know? And then on the other side, you know, they have, you know, Cunnington hitting a couple big threes and then a, a steady diet of fucking Drew and, and, and Giannis, you know, giving to the, winning with the best players. You got Marcus Smart. Dribbling down the court with the last few seconds, looking at the fucking ball. Jason Tatum butt naked over here in the corner, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, dog, what you doing? So it's just a lack of discipline. That's that's a, why they've lost the last two games. And you can't lose those games with the Bucks. It's just not gonna happen. They're just not there yet, guys. They're not ready. You know <laughs> what I mean? Ready. They're not ready think? yet. Question They're for good, the panel. The horses. Question for Zach and Mike. What do you think Boston Celtics fans were saying in their head? about Marcus Smart when Drew Holiday stole the ball from him. What, if you had one word to describe what they were saying, and if it started somewhere in the middle of the are alphabet. You, are you asking me, like, what word I think a certain Boston sports writer who lives in Los Angeles muttered to himself? Who? We, we, do not, we do not acknowledge that human, but yes, if possible. How many letters would it be? What would be the, what would be the ending letter? Would it be an A? Would it be... I don't know, a D, a F, an R maybe, like a, a big R. With, I'm going with, with 11 letters, and I'm going with Tyler and John's favorite outdated racial slur, which is moon cricket. Oh, my God. <laughs> moon cricket is beautiful. Moon cricket and, and snow ropes. Snow those, <laughs> those shits slap. I don't give a Wait, fuck what nobody who, says. Who, who calls somebody a snow road? Because that feels hey, like you have a bunch of different meanings. The home girl. The Long Beach is finest. The home girl. The Long Beach is finest. Call a white person a snow road. Okay, I was about to say. I, I, I know it wasn't for a black part. I was about to say. I had, no, I was like, we, is that, we're in the moon crickets. <laughs> They're in the snow roaches. You know what I mean? I think you get a pass for those two. You feel what I'm saying? They should be allowed to use Snow Roach. That that slaps. Snow Roach should be allowed. White people, you can get three Snow Roaches off a year. No, no, they're the Snow Roaches. No, yeah, Snow Roach is a term for Snow Roach is the worst. But white people can call each other that term. Or did a black person call a white person the Snow Roach? Who came up with the term? I think, girl, did, yep. I think she did, bro. I think she created it, bro. What a mind. What a mind. <laughs> what a mind. <laughs> what a mind. <laughs> that is hilarious. Damn, uh, I never heard that to this evening. I, I, I would, this will never leave me. Had the, never, group chat, <laughs> had the group chat in shambles when you saw that. <laughs> I'm going to call a flight attendant to Snow Roach and see if I can kicked off the plane. Oh, my God. It's going to happen. I don't know when. I don't know when. Like, Doug, you're like a Snow Roach right now. I can't wait for that TMZ headline. Pardon me, Mrs. Snow Roach. Damn, this moment changed my whole life. This literally set my life on a new trajectory. I think that's my favorite word I've ever heard. I apologize. Setting you down. I'm going to start blurring that. Because I have like this like weird form of Tourette's where I'll just start blurting shit out randomly. So you'll just see me and I'll start, I'll say Snow Roach randomly in front of somebody. 
<laughs> who I know doesn't know what it means, and I'll fucking lose it. Um, oh, uh, oh, it looks like well, uh, Charles show, wants. Charles has more basketball topics on here. I guess we should talk about. What does everyone think for game six of, uh, of this Bucks celtics series? Is, uh, are, are the Bucks going to close it out, or are we going seven? When did they get Middleton back? What's the verdict? That's next series. series, I think. That's next next series. series. Maybe later in next series. But I think, I think they're definitely going seven. The Celtics going to get that game. We'll see. They this, may just smack their ass, but we'll see what happens. Whoever wins this is advancing out of the Eastern Conference Finals. You're not no one in here is worried series. about the Sixers of the Heat, right? This is the chip series, dog. I think the Heat, yeah. the heat might have some because you have to go to Miami. We've seen it work wonders on human <laughs> beings. You know Miami, once once the, the Bucks come to town, they don't have that type of action, although I've heard Appleton is cracking, but they don't have that type of action in Wisconsin. They're going to go out there, and things are going to get a little interesting. Dollar bills are going to be getting thrown. <laughs> I feel like they're young enough and they care enough to try. If they were smart, they would know they're not going to beat these boys. Just go ahead and go to, to fucking vacation because fuck that. The Bucks are not going to lose this series. It's just not going to happen. You know what I mean? Giannis had 40 tonight. Did it feel like that? That was the E. I mean, like, it seemed like slight work, honestly. You feel me? Like, with I just the three don't... at the end, with the three at the end, too. That was a that was a mean three too, bro. Woo! Here, here's a question I have for you, gentlemen. It's probably off script because I haven't looked at it. But you got Joker, right? MVP of the league. Is there any star on another team that would willingly replace their star with Joker? Like, would the Celtics say, "Nah, we don't want Tatum. We'll take Joker for him." Would the Bucks say, "Nah, give us Joker for Giannis"? Would the Sixers say, "Hey, give us give us Joker for Embiid"? Then what the fuck are we talking about here? What the fuck are we talking about here then? This is the way I shut down conversations. Like, wh- like, what are we, t- what are we talking about here? Then, if yeah. I told you like He's unanimous the- MVP Steph or for, maybe even LeBron, you would think about it. Giannis, like, yeah, uh, I might do that, but no, nah, yeah. not Joker. Like, yeah, no, nah, I keep my guy. Yeah. What does that tell you? A lot. That is certainly, who the most valuable player is and who isn't. Off of that, I mean, Embiid should have been MVP in my opinion, but we, you know, that's um, maybe for another day. After Giannis uh, busted his ass that week, we knew that wasn't happening. I think Giannis is the MVP. I think he's the best best player. I just thought they weren't going to give it to him again because I thought they're tired of giving it to him, and I didn't think they were going to give Joker it back to back. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, so I thought Embiid was going to get it for that reason. Will anyone in here cop to like admit that they're going to watch the Giannis movie on Disney Plus? I might actually watch it. Feel good story. Oh my kids! Like I saw be, the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the trailer is cheeks. It was a bad trailer. I was talking to my wife about this. This is something that always confuses me. Whenever you're watching a movie, right? But they're speaking English, but they have to do like the African. Now they have to do like the Greco-African accent, but in English. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like? Oh, we talk like, like when this. To- it's like when Tom Cruise did that movie Valkyrie and everyone's speaking English with German accents and Tom Cruise was just like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm doing regular English and that I'm was good, it. Y'all. It's like, like bro, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is going on? I, what oh, could you put, like, what could Giannis do that I, would, I wouldn't watch? I think anything Giannis is in, I'm going to tap into. I mean, to do, you know what I'm saying? Many, like, lo- many loves he, him, so we're watching it. Like, they, he's already successfully been marketed at, you know what I mean? So uh, I'm, yeah. we're watching it no John, matter what. He's not in it. It's actors. There are there is a Giannis that is an actor. Right. It's not at Giannis. He's acting, acting like Giannis. Yes. Yeah. It's a biopic. A Greco African okay. accent, but speaking English. Depends on how high I get throughout the summer. Depends on how much weed I smoke. We, hey, we, I will rent a theater out. We as a family will all go pull up to. <laughs> I'm with that. <laughs> Um, oh, see, right, let's, that's great. Let's talk about the other series. Uh, Heat Sixers, um, another, you know, 35-point blowout in Game 5. Um, do you think the Sixers are going to win two games, or do you think this is just going back and forth with the home teams winning and the, the Heat finishing off? Do we have to talk about this? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I like this series. <laughs> you do? What yeah. What do you like about it? <laughs> It's. I think it's fun. I don't know why. I think it's fun. I think. Uh, I think it's a tough look for James Harden. 
you know, in general, but I, I don't, I don't mind it. And I think the idea of Embiid coming back with the mask to like carry yeah. them through that series, that um, I like that shit. Mike, how much did Tyler like not fuck with that? <laughs> that statement. Tyler says, "What do you like about that quote?" What do you like about it? <laughs> just like, hey, bro. So I mean, you know, what was the last playoff series you remember a superstar like hobbling out, taking their team by the scruff, and like hauling them further into the playoffs? Doesn't feel like that's happened in a while. Um, Giannis, what? after his knee <laughs> bent backwards yeah. last year, probably. It was way better with Giannis, man. <laughs> I, I, see, I, I disagree. I think the mask for theatrics is better. All right, Zach is fired up for Heat Sixers. Um, I've been enjoying Suns Mavericks. I have to well, admit that. I'm see. I don't like that series. That's the series I think is the most ass. <laughs> I think now the Grizzly series is the worst because Jaws out. I just don't even tonight. Not compelling. It was not but a good basketball that, game. No, for sure. <laughs> it wasn't even enjoyable to watch the Warriors get smacked. That used to be a feeling that I would relish. Now I'm just like. Uh... They're, not, they're too experienced. When they, they can't when even they get win, hype. Did you yeah. see Draymond whipping the towel and and cheering and chaining whoop that trick and like the dance team is like doing it at Steph and he's just laughing. It's like, what are you gonna say to these dudes, bro? Like, you know, you know but you know I mean? it's over. You know the Warriors know it's over too. Great, you yeah. got your fifty point win. Garner Bajo, like you said, like they know they're going back to San Francisco, gentrified and all. They they should wear the gentrification jerseys for this game. It's a really <laughs> Zach still your greatest moment on Twitter. No, oh, bro, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna tweet that. Which one is it? Is it the uh, is it the ones that look like the Lord of the Rings thing on the middle of them? No, the gray the, ones. Um, no, it's the Oakland jerseys. I went into Photoshop and reworked it so it just says gentrification or gentrify <laughs> instead of that Oakland print. And people were mad. Really? They looked up Zach. They looked up Zach's oh. whole life. They're like, Zach in third grade, you said what? And it's just like, damn. Dog. There's nothing. They, there's. I am proud to say. Dig all you want. They're like, did you write this article that Steve Ballmer was your coach gentrifier? And I was like, but oh, you mean the article that I wrote for a certain editorial website yes i'm glad you were able to find that <laughs> but they were mad well you know they're gonna they'll they'll get their uh their enjoyment out of game six when the fucking warriors win by 30 points um all right so sun's <laughs> sun's Mavs. um what do you guys think about we talked on jenkins and jones a little bit with chris paul that like charles barkley's theory is he's at an age where it's just gonna be every third game is a perfect game and then he's just kind of out of gas. Do you think they can keep winning with him playing like that? And do you think that's a, an accurate description of what he has going on? Tyler. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, that, that's kind of been the pattern. Like, he has terrible game, terrible game, then a fucking ridiculous game, right? So, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. It, but the, the, the whole thing, even though when he's having these bad games, he's still impacting it, you know, beyond the scoreboard as cheesy as that shit may sound like he's been playing great defense on luca you know what i mean he's been making luca work for shit out there even when he's having a shitty game so you know he's he's just an old ornery man not going gently into that good night and you know putting up shitty games until he until until you know he gets that magic back for that one special night you know i felt like i was a little worried when he was cooking early in the playoffs because it was like Bro, you got a lot of playoff left, and we've seen Abin a little bit more over the years with LeBron where it just starts to fade. The lift isn't quite there as much. And so when he was having to cook early in games against, like, you know, it, when they lost Booker and stuff like that, yeah. tough. You just knew that they were going to gas out a little bit down the stretch. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. Uh, we had some painting done. 
we're able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we're really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie gets the difficulties that come with home projects. Why not make it as simple as possible to tackle that project? Turn to Angie with confidence, even for major renovations or emergency repairs. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Joe, what do you think? I don't even care. I'm not going to go lie. John, what do you think? I hit, I hit the board. I already know John doesn't care. I already know John doesn't care about this series. It's hard. I, I stopped watching the Warriors game and started reading, okay? <laughs> I'm like, I want a book. I'm tapping into Tony Morris, and we're getting back to it, Bubba. You know what, what I'm saying? So, what, are you, what are you reading? Uh, jazz. Jazz. I'm still, oh, I'm, still I'm reading almost done with that. Oh, okay. I thought you Yeah, that. yeah. Okay. So. Honestly, uh, I'm only watching the Mavs series to hear them to say Reggie Bullock's name or however they pronounce Bullock. it. Bullock. 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 <laughs> Bullock. Bullock. Reggie Bullock. Um, do you buy uh, Devin Booker versus Luka as like a rivalry? Do you buy that as a something that the, NF, the NBA can sell? No, none of you buy it. John, John couldn't be less interested in that as a rivalry. What, what do y'all think Luca's forty time is like? What, what, what position does he translate to in the end? Because it's like like a hybrid O lineman. I don't know what like he's not he's really like, like Kyle, Kyle Juszczyk from the 49ers. Yeah, he's like a blocking, he's like a block fo- first tight end. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a blocking he's a blocking fullback who surprises you by catching three three balls. A Kyle Juszczyk is a great <laughs> yes. call. That is yeah. <sighs> Listen, I don't know. He's been pretty like he's shot or scored a lot in this series. I don't know, bro. I'm telling you, he's going to have like 50. He is an angry man who has played against European dudes who smoke cigarettes at halftime since he was like 12 years old. 
And you think Devin Booker scares him? <laughs> I don't think Devin Booker scares him. I think Devin Booker's a fucking dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. I, think I just think I mean, there are John, 70, I think bro. there are John Wick ass henchmen that Luka Doncic has had to play against that are more frightening than than the Devin Booker is a. They dog. didn't have a jumper though. Yeah, bro. <laughs> like, bro they, Devin, they, Devin Booker they, looks they, like he smoked heaters. They, 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 they couldn't hoop, okay? Like, we talking about within that 90 feet, Devin Booker's a motherfucking engine, okay? <laughs> I'm more scared. If I'm Luka, I'm more scared of the guy that's like, fuck it, I'm undercutting Luka on a layup. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, he, I don't know. Okay, show Devin Booker's a different things. type of light skinned. Yeah. New wave light skinned, Zach. We're, we're new and improved, all right? We look good. <laughs> We get high level booze and we get hoops and we get buckets now. And we, but when he did the fall over flop shit and was cracking up and said the Lucas special, it's like, all right, damn, this is a petty bitch and I can get down with him. <laughs> it was right. fun. It didn't seem like a hill turn, like people are saying, like he's becoming the villain. I agree. No, I agree. it no, was just fun. fun. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't think it was a heel turn. No, I'm saying think, people like, are saying that online. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I think Luca's the wrong guy to give motivation to. I think there are guys that would have like, been like oh whatever whatever i think that's not the guy that you want to have i mean they'll probably lose this series but this next game he's gonna go for 55 luca has won one series in his entire well and he didn't he wasn't there for two of those games (laughs) i don't think you could say he's the wrong guy his his second best option isn't chris paul his second best option was chris Depps porzingis and then now it's what who's his second best option jalen brunson brunson who do you think is teaching luca how to talk shit Cause when he called uh, Devin Booker a pussy ass, I was like, "Damn, where'd you where'd you learn that though?" I was just like, "Where like who's who's?" I'm just saying, pussy who's teaching him these words? Those. But those are like we talked earlier, curse words that don't go together. But don't I'm just saying. So who's helping him out with? Is it J Kid? Is it Mark Cuban? Did Rick Carlisle teach him some? Like I just want to know. I don't like that sounding black or black. What? That goddamn he left out in he dropped in that one video. God damn. Hey, right. God damn. Like, that was at Southern, like goddamn. He's learning, that was a but he's learning. Goddamn. I'm sorry, hey. he's learning black shit right. from somebody, and they're working with him. He's getting there though. He's improving. He'll get there. He'll get there based off that one. You know what I mean? All right, I love that. Uh, last basketball topic before we get into some uh, nonsense in the comments. Um, well, dicks. We need to talk well, dicks again. <clears throat> I have no updates on whale dicks, unfortunately. I apologize. Um, unfortunately. I'll look it up. You guys answer this one, and I'll look. I'll, I'll, the, I'll, I'll further fuck up my Google algorithm with by searching for whale dicks for the second time in three weeks. Um, Nets GM Sean Marks made it clear Wednesday that Kyrie Irving will have to prove a commitment to being available to his team that wasn't there this season. Marks said talks about a potential contract extension this summer will need to include an evaluation of his dedication to play unless he's injured. Where do you guys think this is going? Do you think there's a chance that Kyrie gets traded? Do you think there's a chance they just let this sit, which really doesn't seem like a good idea? Where do you think this ends up? John, I know this is a topic that causes you some some pain, so where do you think this is going to end up? I mean, I don't know. Like The the same stipulations that required him, well, prevented him from playing don't exist anymore. You know what I'm saying? So – I mean, I don't I think like the year before that he was a 50, 40, 90 guy and he missed like a week for, you know, I, you know, he took a little, what what, what, what did he call those days? Sabbatical. 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 Hey, man, you 50, 40, 90, I'll I'll take 50, 40, 90 if you give me a, if you need a week sabbatical to go along with that. So I think he'll be fine. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe if they had those same stipulations, there'd be an issue. I don't think, I don't think. Knock on wood, it's certainly not out of the realm of possibility that another way Nothing's out of the realm of possibilities. <laughs> right. As a, yes, With as Mr. Irving. For sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, what do you guys think? Joe, Zach, what do you think? Um, you know, honestly, I think the Nets just need to get rid of Kyrie. If I was in, I'd probably stretch him or punish him, send him to a team like the Lakers, just, you know, for nothing. <laughs> just teach him a lesson. <laughs> he needs to learn a lesson. Go, go, get, go <laughs> take those antics to Beverly Hills, boy. We can't deal with them. No, nah, I don't know. I mean, I think they got to give Kyrie his bag. But, you know, taking shots like that in, in a press conference is super wild. And it's also wild. Like, whatever he tells you is going to happen. Like, whatever goes on could be a way before his fires. Could be, you know, whatever. Roe versus Wade, whatever it may be. Yeah. Uh, you know, Kyrie, Kyrie is prone to take some time off. And there's really nothing you can do about it. So, you're going to have to just eat that L. And worst, worst case, just claim back. Always. Yeah. 
Jack, what do you think? Well, I'm looking, trying to see who the best free agent options would be in this next year. Because obviously, it's Kyrie's player option, so he can opt in or out. James Harden has a player option. I'll be honest, I'm not sure either of those guys are turning down those options. I don't think either of those two teams are that eager to extend either guy. I mean, I think if you're the Sixers, you have to figure out some way to get Harden to stay healthy and in shape down the road. The Kyrie thing is Kyrie harming himself by kind of his own hand as it's been throughout where he'll just, there's things he's maybe more interested in. And um, I salute him for some of the things he's done and some of the other things it's the vaccination stuff, bro. He lost like $30 million this year because he wouldn't get vaccinated. Like I have no sympathy for that. So I think I, get, I got vaccinated, good with the bad, I didn't but I, shit. I, you know, I would have, I would have, I would have done it what like six times for, for 30, 30 million. million. What would you do but, for 30 million? They could vaccinate just, a testicle if they need to. I, I mean, I 30 think, million? I think, Phil. I mean, I think you've seen a lot of these guys successfully do these two and two type deals where it's like two years re-up, two years re-up kind of a thing. And I think we're getting to a point where some of these guys maybe should have done a five-year deal because, bro, Harden ain't getting $47 million on the next contract, and Kyrie probably is getting $47 million on the next contract as well. <clears throat> All right. Tyler, any other Kyrie Irving thoughts, or should we uh, move on to nonsense? Get to the nonsense. Zach, do we have any YouTube, do, do we have any, uh, do we have any YouTube comments uh, that we should uh, talk about, respond to? Um, people appreciated that I put in the chat that, that, that Luke is like Jared Lorenzen. If anyone knows who that is, quarterback <laughs> nick, nicknamed the hefty that, lefty. Okay. That's a great throw boy. That's egregious. Uh, that's that's egregious. That is egregious. That's, that's just me. That's, that's mean spirited. That's mean spirited. <laughs> Fair enough. But a Fair reasonable, enough. definitely a meme I would use somewhere down the line. <laughs> Someone said, uh, let's see. People are saying Bradley Beal, best available free agent. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Bradley Beal is able to get a giant bag to stay in Washington. And John, you and I have talked about the fact that he is not going to do anything other than get that giant ass bag, right? Oh, facts. Uh, what else? What else? What did they say about snow roaches? Oh god! I'm interested in the takes. I gotta go to back. There've been a lot of good comments rolling in here. Uh, Honestly, uh, snow, they, they, snow roaches is one of the greatest things I've ever heard in my life. Bro, I will use, I will use it until the day I die. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't I tell you guys someone DM'd me and said I was a mayonnaise monkey one time? I didn't tell you guys. I, I was waiting for someone to bring that up. I thought I told you guys that. No, you didn't. <laughs> Yo, I'm on to wake my shorty up. <laughs> I am so, literally, that is, the internet is so creative. I feel that's bad. a good I one. Say it. That's a good <laughs> Bro, one. I sat there and looked at it for 20 minutes. Didn't move. Just sat looking at my phone. What? Did you respond at all? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> What's that? Did you ever respond? What was your response? <laughs> no, dude. I didn't even block the guy because I was just like, all right, like, good for you. That's like, you can't you block that. Me. That's no, genius. No. Mayonnaise monkey, steal it and make money off it. That's how you win, Zach. Make t-shirts. <sighs> Mayonnaise monkey t-shirt, I would buy <laughs> you one. You need a t-shirt. Yeah. A mayo monkey. Oh, mayo monkey. Jesus Christ. A mayonkey? No, that'll <laughs> work. It's funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, <laughs> was the person? Right. Comments are great. They're all over though. There's I can't hit anything specific because I should I should have been hitting them uh, as we went along. But that's it's okay. Great. All right. Well, we'll probably get some responses to the the question. So I want to know what the craziest thing or funniest thing you've heard spoken aloud in a movie theater is, and I want Tyler to explain what on his timeline prompted this because it was fucking classic. Bro, they really called you that. Was the person black? <laughs> Bro. Yeah. Good for that person. Yeah. Bro, what the, I, I think it was a Raiders fan. 
I made a video talking about like the Raiders really bad picks a couple like a year and a half ago or a year ago, and it was some really mad dude. From Oakland Snow who just... roaches and mayo monkeys. Wait, did he call you? He hey, called you a we're man coming back. We were down. Yeah. We were down he... fifty. Now we're only down thirty nine. Did okay. he spell? <laughs> did he spell mayonnaise correctly? Yes. Wow. Uh, that was the other part. Wow. I was phenomenal. Like, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Oh, that was part of me staring at it for 20 minutes. I was like, he spelled it right. He fucking. Two That's a difficult up. French word. That's a difficult French word. <laughs> I texted you, Tyler. I texted you, right, yeah. Tyler. Yeah, yeah, I got it. All right. So, so someone Tyler over here getting his ass whooped off. <laughs> hey, John, someone in the chat did say you, you're going to catch a contact high from being next to Tyler in the video screens. Bro, that tree, that tree putting hands yeah. and feet on my neck. <laughs> hey, and the group chat see me the strain, bro. I'm trying to tap it, dog. <laughs> All right. So, so, so this is from uh, Twitter user B underscore Crump. And he says, when I watch Logan at the end, when X-23 turns the cross on his grave sideways to make an X, a dude behind us in an otherwise quiet theater said, X-Man, in a normal speaking voice. It's honestly all I can think of when I watch the movie now. (laughs) Dog, I would have died laughing if that shit happened to me. (laughs) Shout out to uh, the AMC on Pine in Long Beach where uh, black people used to go see movies and I would go with my friends and it was the funniest place ever. Uh, And then when they closed it, uh, we lost that very important cultural experience. But the funniest shit ever to me was Char and I went to go see uh, King Kong and early in the movie, there's a scene with dinosaurs and a full T-Rex stomps onto the screen and the woman behind me grabs her friend and says, Vanetta. What is that? Char <laughs> <laughs> and I were Char and I were rolling back and forth. It was like it's literally the most famous animal in the history of civilization. <laughs> uh, there's one that's not mine, but it's one of my favorite. Like, there's a comedian that has this bit, and I think about it anytime I see a movie. Uh, I'm, I'm blanking on the community. If you Google it, it'll come up. But basically, they saw Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, where there's a really awful, awful uh, rape scene in it. And during that, his friend leaned forward and just said, wait, is this We Bought a Zoo? And the guy just started dying laughing. Oh my Everyone God. in the theater's looking at him during this horrible scene. As he's like cracking because his friend whispers, wait a minute, this isn't We Bought a Zoo. And I think about it anytime, like there's bad things happening in a movie. I personally ruined someone's movie once by we Chipotle before the movie. I've told the story before and I smuggled Chipotle into the theater, ate a bunch of it. There's a movie called lights out and this mom like shoots herself to save her kids from this like demon monster. That's soul is attached to her big loud chase scene happening. And I'm thinking like, okay, I can lean over fart really quick. Right as I do it, the mom grabs the gun, shoots herself. The theater goes dead silent, and then I farted. And everyone heard. And all the following thing that you heard was me turning to my friend going, I'm so sorry. I think other people heard that. And he's shaking, laughing. He's like, yes. People are giggling around us. I have ruined the whole movie for like 40 people. Not that's, good. That's fucking incredible. I think the, the funniest thing I heard was, you know, like going to a scary movie with like in a black ass theater is the funniest shit ever. You always hear the funniest commentary, you know what I mean? And uh, there was like a movie where like every screen that they were showing was like, it'd be like a video screen here or like, a, it wasn't like a, it was a creative way of showing a movie where it was using the phone videos joined or like the camera, the personnel. So it was like, so at one point, like somebody was running from a, <laughs> Running from like a, a a monster, whatever the fuck it was, what you want to call it, and the screen showed the dude's shoes and he had some buddies on, and the fucking and, and, and this joy goes, "What are those?" <laughs> 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 
and all, it was like a, a, the climax of the movie, and we're all laughing. <laughs> so, bro, too funny. Too I did funny. get it that same at that same uh, Pine Street uh, AMC. We did get during a horror movie. I think it it might have been a one of the Halloweens or something. We did get a very loud capital this. This bitch. <laughs> bro, hey, hey, but it but it makes sense when they say that though, right? Exactly. It always They're is. They're correct. This, hey, it's oh, always correct, on. G. Yeah. Always. Also, I think like Jurassic Park, like my grandmother's I was watching with my grandmother, and I don't know if you remember when that lamb's or sheep's leg falls onto the top of the, the Yeah. The, and my grandmother goes, Oh shit! Like right, right in the middle of it. And so my grandmother cursing in the middle of the theater. <laughs> Joy was so embarrassed because she's a goody two shoes. She yeah, ran yeah. down to the front to get away from my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's classic. All right, Joe and Tyler, I need y'all. I remember when I was like, shit, like eight or nine. And one day I just didn't go to school because my pops was wanting me to hang with them. And he took me and my brother to see white men can't jump. And and there was a part, right, when, um, you know, when, when fucking Woody fucks up the last time he comes back to the crib and Rosie's not there anymore, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and even though, you know, he cashed out and he, you know, made good, but she had still dipped. And I remember that part. I remember someone in the theater yelling, yeah, no pussy for you tonight. <laughs> and look, I was like eight years old. I had skipped school. I hung with my dad. And I heard that joke. And I was like, today I became a man. <laughs> I was like, this is like, I feel like an adult right now because of that joke I just heard. That solidified. But yeah, man, that was like my first memory and the most vivid one. Of someone saying some wild shit. That's great. So good. Um, I think for mine, I don't even know if y'all gonna find this funny, but I, I find it hilarious. But uh, 1996, set it off, just came out. Great movie. Watching in the black theater, so obviously people were talking shit the whole th- the whole movie. A tremendous experience for those who don't remember. United Artists over at Marina Del Rey, no longer with us anymore, but great movie theater. Used to have the great plug. Spent a lot of my young life there, but. It's so like end of the movie, that final scene where Blair Underwood and uh, Jada Pinkett's kid, like he calls her on the phone and she's like in Mexico and didn't say anything or whatever. So they have this emotional music, like all that shit's playing. Then they hang up and then somebody literally just screams like, Star 69er! And <laughs> the thing is, like a lot of you guys won't get that because y'all don't remember Star 69 <laughs> and it's just how you used to be able to call back people who called your house. But literally like sentimental ass moment, everybody's like tearing and shit. Uh, uh, Cleo just died in her scene with the cigarettes and shit. It was fucking just perfect, perfectly appropriate time. Whole theater just lost their shit. And I will never forget that moment. I, I still think about that shit every time the movie's on. That's I can't enjoy it. Cause soon as that scene comes, I'm like, oh shit. Star 69 or ass. Yelling during movies was the original Twitter. Like the length was about the exact same. You have right about 140 to 280 characters. If you say yeah. two, if you say two full sentences, you are in fucking trouble. It doesn't matter how funny yeah. you are. <laughs> you gotta squeeze also, it in. If you're yelling too much, you're getting the unfollow. You know, uh-huh. like you just gotta be timely. For sure, that's very astute. That's great. I was the original because sure. yeah, if your shit was not hot, you were getting fucking booted out the theater. But you could take you could change the whole movie experience with just one moment. For sure. Um, do we got anything good on the comments? Oh God, people are saying I'm white girl wasted right now for drinking wine. Uh, <laughs> my cousin Snow Roach. Someone said my cousin. <laughs> Uh-huh. A lot of people say, someone said mayonnaise monkey sounds like a terrible marvel movie uh, uh said um, my cousin also oh, we gotta make the movie during the I, only silent part of the movie that was tommy in a world that and cocaine uh, mayonnaise, mayonnaise monkey. monkey and cocaine bear mayonnaise <laughs> monkey <laughs> They meet and battle it out. You know what I mean? No, ma- ma- no, Mayo Monkey's got to be like a. It's got to be a, a. It's got to be a Pride movie where it's like uh, they're. You know how like uh, people like to pretend they don't like mayonnaise, so they call it aioli. So it's like yeah. you know they're trying to get the Mayo Monkey. Like you got to rebrand. You got to be the aioli ape, and then he's gonna hey. give like a stirring speech. Like Here's I am real proud shit. to be a Mayo Monkey. <laughs> I will not eat mayonnaise. I will eat the fuck out of some aioli, like big dips of straight aioli. But if you call that shit mayonnaise, I will not eat the shit. 
Same. Mayonnaise even though I recognize the fundamental. I never I- really was a fan of mayonnaise, dog. And sprinkle some parsley in that bitch, and it becomes a whole new item. <laughs> oh shit! All right. Fucking uh, aiolis. Aiolis. Can I have an aioli? I'd like a great. Yeah, Bitch, don't look at the I ingredients. See. Don't look at the ingredients on your aioli if you if you feel like you hate mayonnaise. Yeah. And I just still do feel like I hate mayonnaise, but I will eat the fuck out of some garlic aioli. <laughs> 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 all right, I think uh, is that all the time we have. Do we have anything else, uh, Zach, on the comments? Well, that's all I got. <laughs> all right, snow roaches. <laughs> Someone said mayo monkey and moon cricket is the perfect buddy comedy. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> well, I feel she like she said the... snow roach with so much disgust too, which would make <laughs> like these snow roaches. <laughs> Corella Deville when she said the shit, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> oh, all right, that's all the time we got. That was uh, Jenkins and Jones is out of pocket. <laughs> it's always a pleasure with you guys. Um, <laughs> We'll be back on the various feeds, and uh, we're going to keep doing these uh, team-up ones uh, in different rounds of the playoffs, so we'll catch y'all later. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.